The first step towards your evening nightcap. It's live, local, and loud. Here's Nick and Jerry. So what are the Magic going to do in tonight's NBA draft? Let's find out. They have the 15th pick in the 2020 draft and have been rumored. Could they move up? Could they move down? Could they stay right where they are? Jeff Weltman said earlier this week, the Magic president of basketball operations, that more often than not, you stay right where you are. Let's find out with our friend Josh Robbins from The Athletic. He joins us anytime we need inside Orlando Magic news. He covers the Magic for The Athletic. Go online, theathletic.com. I always start my conversations out with with Josh with just a, a quick PSA. Pay for good journalism, people. And the media industry, no one wants to hear this right now. I get it. The media industry is in a really tough spot. And The Athletic, it is not expensive. It is great journalism. I read it every single day, including every piece that this guy writes. He is Josh Robbins. You can follow him on Twitter at Joshua B. Robbins for all the latest breaking Orlando Magic news. And Josh, let me start you off with this because it's been such a long process for the Magic, for the organization, for all NBA organizations. I Do you get the feeling that the scouts, the general managers, the front offices, they're just ready to get this thing done with tonight because they've had so much time to prepare for this draft? Well, there's no question about that. I think a lot of teams, the Magic included, had done most of their in-person scouting by the time, by March 10th, mm-hmm. March 11th, uh, where they have missed out is, is interacting face-to-face in the same room with the majority of people they're considering. And, of course, not being able to see how players have or have not developed in, in the weeks since the, and months since the college basketball season. It, it's conceivable that some of the people who are being considered, particularly some of the younger people in the class, have made significant jumps. It's possible that some of the players who who may have conditioning issues in the future have have are no longer as well conditioned as they would have been had they had a majority a, a lot of work at the combine or in workouts. So it's 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 more of a guessing game I think this year than it is in usual years for people who are doing the drafting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Inexact science has become more inexact as we get ready for the NBA draft tonight. Magic have the 15th pick. He's Josh Robbins. He covers the Orlando Magic for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter, and you should tonight, at Joshua B. Robbins for all the updates on what the Magic are doing. All right, Josh, fourth NBA draft for Jeff Weltman with the Orlando Magic. Of course, they have that 15th pick. What if we – how do I want to ask this? What – from past drafts with Jeff Weltman – what have we learned that we should come to expect tonight? It's positional length, of course. It's they could move up. Everything is kind of on the table. And you wrote a great article this week of kind of deciphering what Jeff Weltman has said about the draft and what he actually means. That's correct. I've, I've never heard of a general manager or president of basketball operations say uh, that that uh, the, the team he or she works for will, uh, will do this exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a very rare instance where that occurs, I should say. And uh, I think tonight, really anything is on the table. Is it possible that some of the Magic's key veterans, the people who have been with the team for a long time, are traded? I think it's possible. I think the team has got to be cognizant of the fact that their young core, uh, in, in some ways, has had some blows to it in the last six months. See, Mo Bamba did not have a strong second year. Uh, 
Jonathan Isaac is on pace to miss all of his fourth season in the league. So the Magic have to consider uh, adding to their, their young nucleus, the people who are younger than Aaron Gordon, in order to be viable in the long term. I, I I agree with you. It's been kind of a tough run with some of these players. So what does that mean for an Evan Fournier, who, by the way, opted into his $17 million option for this upcoming season? What does that mean for, for Aaron Gordon, who Brian Windhorst mentioned today has kind of been in some conversations, and Jeff Weltman hasn't, hasn't hid from that necessarily. Uh, do you have an expectation one, two, one, both of those guys could be moved either tonight or, or throughout the season? I think I think either one of those players could be moved tonight. I think it's hypothetically possible that some of the team's other veterans uh, get moved tonight. Actually, there are not many veterans left, no. considering that several of them are now going to be uh, free agents. So is it possible the team moves Terrence Ross? I suppose it is. Is it possible the team moves Nick Vucevic? I suppose it is, although my sense is, is that Vucevic is less likely to be traded than any of the three other people we just spoke about. We'll see. Of course, we'll see. But um, I think it's I think it's possible that the team looks different six, seven hours from now than it does now. Yeah, as Jeff Weltman said, kind of everything is is on the table. Uh, at 15, Josh, I guess I, I'm not going to ask you to step into Jeff Weltman's shoes because uh, I, I don't I don't think either one of us really know what's going on all the way around what's going on behind the scenes. But what do you see the Magic doing if they stick at 15? Is it a best player available situation? Are they drafting for need? They need a point guard with Michael Carter-Williams and DJ Augustine, both as free agents. Well, in terms of just kind of what they could be targeting there, do you have any idea what it could be there at 15? I think it's going to be a combination of best player available and need. It would not surprise me at all if they draft a front court player. Uh, like they have uh, in, in the three prior drafts under J- Jeff Weltman and John Hammond, that that would not shock me if the person, if the front court player is, in their opinion, has a much higher upside than anyone else who is available. My sense with this draft, however, is that there will be that there could be a, a dovetailing both of uh, upside and need. So I think that would be ideal for Orlando, but. If it does come down to a situation where they feel like the player with the highest upside, the highest obtainable upside, is someone who who um, is already at a position of strength, I, I don't think that they would hesitate to draft such a player. They take another tall guy with long arms. Magic Twitter is going to be a lot of fun tonight, Josh. I'm kind of here for that. I, I, I hadn't considered it necessarily, but you're right. If the Magic do take another front, front court guy to put with Aaron Gordon, let's say, if he's still here to put with Mo Bamba and Nick Vucevic, uh, Twitter.com will be fun uh, tonight to see what the uh, what the uh, reaction is. Uh, Josh Robbins, he's with The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter, at Joshua B. Robbins, for all the latest Magic news. Uh, let's get to the news that you broke today, and I think a lot of basketball fans would gloss over this and maybe even some Magic fans, but Orlando did make a move. Uh, they sent their second-round pick in today's draft to Milwaukee for 
two future second round picks. I listen, I, I I don't think second round picks matter that much, but they have mattered more now than they have in the past just because of the depth of talent in the draft. Is this a philosophy thing with Jeff Weltman? Because it seems like he's moved those second round picks more often than not in his tenure. I think it's a combination of things. One of them being uh, a sense that in these particular drafts, there wasn't someone at that pick who was going to be a difference maker. And then two, I think that they have generally been reluctant to develop too many rookies at the same time. Mm -hmm. Generally, now that's not a hard and fast rule, but I I think that's, that's kind of been their thinking. Uh, Trading the 45th pick is, is, not a problem unless someone picked at 45th to, to 60 becomes a top-level starter or becomes right. a legit starter, in which case you get burned and burned badly. At that stage, though, in the, in the middle of the second round, it, the draft really does become a crapshoot. And while it will be fascinating to see if anyone drafted 45th and higher becomes a difference maker, uh, the reality is the 45th pick in the in any NBA draft is nowhere near as valuable as the 45th overall pick in an NFL draft. I think fans and the media often lose sight of that fact that the NFL draft and the NBA drafts are, are totally dissimilar in that regard. Yeah, I know Jeff Weltman, the Magic's president of basketball operations, has said plenty of times they don't want too much youth in terms of rookies on the team. They'll have one rookie in Chuma Okiki, who they signed yesterday. Of course, he took last season off, and then they'll have whoever they take in the first round, wherever that may be, uh, tonight as well. So they move that second round pick. Josh Robbins, The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter tonight during the NBA draft, at Joshua B. Robbins. Josh, I always appreciate having you on. We'll talk to you when we get to free agency in a couple of weeks. I hope so. That would be great. Thank you.